Hey, good evening. Welcome to episode number five of the Christian A Voice Experience. Hope you're doing really well, everybody, this afternoon, and you've had a great week in business or social or whatever you enjoy doing. Because ultimately, like I keep on saying, that's what life's about, just being happy. As long as you're happy, you've won. Can't stress that as, you know, more importantly, can't stress it enough. Like I said, I'll repeat it. If you're happy, you've won. I'm not interested in the complainers that aren't happy, but they pretend they're going to do things and they don't do anything. Boring, boring, boring. Anyway, yeah, like, hope, hope you've had a great week. Now, today's show, what we're going to talk about, hopefully you're all excited and super excited to be listening to it. Um, what I'm trying to do is uh, concentrate a lot on the uh, property market at the moment, the housing market for buyers, sellers, uh, tenants, and landlords, um, because I know the industry quite well. Um, obviously, I do a lot of motivational stuff as well through here, but what I'm going to focus on at the moment through the next few episodes is the property market, because what I have established, um, i.e. being a, a landlord, working with a lot of tenants, owning my own nationwide estate agency, so therefore speaking to a lot of sellers and a lot of buyers, that I feel there's not a lot of free content out there for all these kind of people especially for people who are new to the industry and you're hugely naive to it. You know, they need to learn, but I don't feel there's anywhere that they can go and learn. So what I'm going to do today, I've already produced an episode on uh, for new tenants and also for new and existing landlords. So what we're going to focus on today is people who are looking to sell their property and what the processes are. Um, I assume you, you all know about, you know, putting the house on the market and recruiting an estate agent, things like that. If you want to sell your property, contact us at Fastmove, 033332199. We'll be delighted to give you a free valuation. And yes, we sell 91% of the properties that we list. And that has been approved by um, Clearcast, who are the uh, regulatory bodies for television. So we're not just uh, saying it on the internet. The internet's not regulated. Television is heavily regulated. So everything you say on TV, you've got to prove. And we've proved that. So enough of that, enough of the sales pitch. So... You've agreed a sale on your property. I think where people are falling short or where there's lack of information is, is what is the process then? Um, obviously, we know that you have to employ a solicitor, or you may not know, so apologies for the patronisation. So you need to employ a solicitor to act for you to sell the property. It has to be done through illegal channels. Uh, it's not a case of someone just turning up with a suitcase full of money, handing it over and you giving the keys. A lot more to it than that. Now, if you've never done it before, it's not like just going and selling something on eBay or Amazon. You know, people may have not sold a house before, so they're, they're very naive to it. So they are hugely reliant on a, on a good estate agent. But what I feel is hugely important is to employ a solicitor, not just a good one, but one I feel is that offers support, not just the service, and one I feel that talks in your terms, not legal spiel. I'm sick of telling solicitors on a daily basis to stop being so patronising and talking to the general public in a way that they expect them to have gone to law school for five years with legal spiel that's just blowing the mind and all it's doing is creating anxieties. So again, if you want a good solicitor recommending throughout the country, drop, the, drop into this conversation now, be delighted to speak to you. Um, we know we've got panel of solicitors all over the country and we won't be referring them and recommending them if we didn't think they're any good. But, yeah, you've sold your property, you've agreed a price with the buyer, all's good. So what you need to do is instruct a solicitor. 
Okay, so either Google or recommendation, our recommendation, family or friend recommendation. But I think it's quite important that you use someone who's had some kind of previous experience because it is important that you, you can trust in trusting the solicitor that you're going to use. I will be completely honest when they give you a huge tip. Don't just Google it and go with the cheapest because this is an industry where you really do get what you pay for. If you go with the cheapest, you want to be confident and competent in selling property. That's my opinion. If you're new to it, don't go with the cheapest because they don't offer the best service and the best levels of communication. And that's hugely important through the process. Okay, so you found your solicitor, you're happy with them. What you'll need to do is instruct them, ask them to act on your behalf relating to the sale or whatever. And the first point of contact is they will send you out some documents introducing themselves with fees and things like that. Uh, what you'll need to do is just approve these forms, improve the fee, uh, approve the fees, sorry, and then basically certify yourself. So you may need to go in with the forms with some form of identification, money laundering regulations are so tight at the moment and always will be and only get tighter and rightly so you know completely agree with it but you'll just need to prove who you are so you'll need either your passport or a driving license one of those with your photograph on and then maybe a utility bill going to the address where you reside just to prove that it's you okay so once that's done you'll then probably get another pack which is basically the fixtures and contents form so this is just basically what it says it, it is what it says it is it's just ticks in a box of what you are leaving with the property, right down to doorbells, light fittings, things like that. And it is a legally binding document with your signature on, so just make sure that you fill it in correctly because once you've committed to leaving relevant things or moving relevant things, you are liable to this form. So just take your time over it. There's no rush. Send it back and once you've finished it, now, once your solicitor is in receipt of these documents, it's then up to them, the seller's solicitor, to issue what's called a draft contract and send that to the buyer's solicitor, okay? So in essence, from the outset, the onus is on you to get the ball rolling. Until you've done all this, the buyer's solicitor won't do anything. And I think that's hugely important. Because as we all know, time goes by so quickly and what you don't want to do is your buyer to get frustrated and get wind that there's delays or unnecessary delays. Okay, So it's important that you act on these quickly. I know you can only act as quickly as they get sent out from your, seller, from your solicitor, sorry, but as soon as you get them, try and fill them in at your convenience, but as quickly as possible. Obviously taking your time, ensuring there's no mistakes. Get those back to your solicitor. If after a couple of days you haven't received them, once you've instructed your solicitor, just give them a ring, give them a nudge. At least they'll know that you're there and you mean business, okay? Chase them up. Can't stress the importance, hounding the solicitors, because if they want to take a week to do a day's job, they'll take a week. Mark my word. I'm hugely experienced in this, and a lot of solicitors really don't like us because the amount of pressure we put them through our transaction, okay? So take your time, get the forms, but get them in as quickly as possible. Fantastic. So once your, once the buyer solicitors receive this contract, they will then check the title of the property and then request the searchers, if the buyer wants them, nine times out of ten they will, request the searchers from, all the, from the local authority, uh, from the envi an environmental search, a water search. If you've bought a property, you'll know what I'm talking about. Then now the ball is in, 
the buyer's solicitor's court. It's up to them to chase these searches, you know, make sure they come back. But also what they will do during this process is they will raise what's called inquiries with your solicitor. So they'll look at the title, maybe look at the results from the searches, and they'll generate a list of questions, is what an inquiry is, to send over to your solicitor to be answered. They may need to be helped by you, with the aid of yourself, the answers to the questions. Okay, there's that many, I'm not going to give any examples, but this is something not to worry about, again, because I don't know a case that there hasn't been any form of inquiries raised. So 99.9% of the time, 100% of the time in fast moves instance, an inquiry will be raised or more by the buyer solicitor to yours. Okay, again, at this point, I feel it's hugely important, and I emphasize the word huge, that these questions are answered as quickly as possible. And if for whatever reason they can't be answered, I strongly believe that your solicitor should engage with the buyer solicitor and tell them that we're waiting on information before the questions are answered. Why do I say this? At the moment, I'm experiencing it firsthand ourselves that the lack of communication between the solicitors is poor. End of story. And if we don't get involved like we do, more, more sales would be falling down. But because we're on the ball with every single transaction, we know where we're at, it's not happening. But if we're not proactive, it would. And I'm sure it's happening with other estate agents due to lack of proactivity. But in essence, it's not their fault. We're all grown adults. Solicitors should be able to communicate better. It's as simple as that. So going back to why, why I think it's hugely important. Basically, you put yourself in the buyer's shoes. You're the solicitor acting for you. The buyer has asked for something to be proven, to be answered about the property. If it's taking a couple of weeks to get this answer, and we don't know why it's taking a couple of weeks to get this answer, anxieties with certain buyers, especially first-time buyers, no disrespect to them, will start to creep in because psychology will take over and they will ultimately think that, i.e., the seller's hiding something or the seller's solicitor's hiding something or there's something wrong. Now, once anxieties get into someone's mind, very hard for them to get out. So if the answers aren't forthcoming, the chances are, or there's a strong possibility, that the buyer at this stage may get anxious and ultimately what we all don't want is for the buyer to get too anxious, too scared, too frustrated that they walk away. Okay. So once inquiries are raised by the buyer solicitor, hugely important, they go back. They don't go back, there's a reason why they don't go back and the reason needs to be told to the buyer solicitor. Any solicitors listening to this will be disagreeing with me, but I assure you it's correct. And any solicitors that are listening, please, please join the conversation, contact me at the company, drop message me via Instagram. I'll be delighted to know why you think I'm wrong, because I'm not. Okay? The solicitors are proving at the moment to be the main reason why sales are falling down. I can't wait, and I'm saying this to all of them, till we have the capacity of sales on our books to set our own solicitors up to do it in-house. Because I can assure you our cash flow through the company will be a hell of a lot better because transactions won't take as long.
simple. Okay, this is going back to the importance of using a good solicitor. Anyway, enough of that now. So, you've answered all your inquiries, all the searches are back. The buyer's solicitor then just looks over the file, ensures that they're happy with all the answers to the questions, ensures they're happy with the searches, and then it's time to look to go towards completion. Fantastic. Okay, so contracts come out to you and the buyer. You sign the contracts with the aid of a witness and then you send them back. Once the funds are in place with the buyer, the buyer's got the mortgage offer or the proof of cash, they've got the signed contract, your solicitor's got the signed contract. This is when we exchange contracts with the consent of both parties, i.e. vendor and buyer. That's it. That is the process and the legal process of selling a property. Now, when you put it like that, and you hear transactions taking 12 weeks, how can you justify that? You just can't. You just can't, okay? It's all down to solicitors having too much work on or using old school forms of communication, i.e. writing a letter to try and justify the costs, or, and that's it really, there's no more about it, and just working nine to five, which I just, astounds me these days that people just use a clock to be dictated what they you know a clock dictates their life their daily work if you're busy if you if they're too busy they'll still stick to nine to five and then go back at nine o'clock the next morning stressed out because they know how much work they've got where if they would stayed over till nine o'clock like i do then they could start the morning on a fresh they won't be stressed and also ultimately the customers would be happier because things have been moving forward quicker it's as simple as that again that's it for me with that. That is the process, the basic process. I mean, there's obviously a lot more formalities and legalities behind it, which I know a bit about, don't know too much about, but you don't need to know that because you're paying people to do it. Okay, just remember that you're paying the solicitor to do the job of work. The main thing that you need to know is the process, which I've just told you the basic stages, and then at least you can get all your solicitor and say, how are these inquiries doing? When did they go to the buyer solicitor? Have the buyer solicitor acknowledged them? Because I can assure you, any excuse to blame somebody else, and they will. I can't stress the importance in my mindset that if anything goes wrong within any of my businesses, I am accountable. Even any property transactions, and it's somebody else's fault, in my mind, it's my fault. All my fault. If a seller's not happy because the solicitor's slow, my fault. Okay, simple as that. And if everyone could adopt that mindset, I think things would be a lot smoother throughout a sale and a purchase transaction of a property. Okay, that's the basics. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode where I may give, bit of give, give a bit more information about maybe putting your property on the market or for a buyer through the legal process. I don't know yet, um, but it'll probably be next week when I launch it. Stay tuned and thanks for listening.